0: On this episode, Big C's three-game parlay goes to shit thanks to the MJF Shakers beating undefeated Stephen Hawking High. Maury Povich will be announcing if quarterback Saquon Walker is or is not the father. Jake goes full rage face and takes matters into his own hands in FIFA. And Dennis Green takes us home with another epic rant. All that and more tonight on the Monthly Nothing. Okay, gentlemen, welcome back for yet another monthly installment of the monthly nothing. (laughs) The other week, I sent a—I think it was it—an audio file or just a simple question on how the college playoffs work because I was very confused by how the system works. Like the Rose Bowl was the national championship game, but they change it every year, and the people still vote. I, you know, I thought the BCS Bowl was voting. I thought this was a pure playoff system. And I had a lot of questions. So we thought, hey, what the hell? Let's sit down and speak to the resident college expert himself, a.k.a. the big C. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. And yeah, explain to me the college football uh, playoff system, because I don't get it. I don't get college football in general, but let's start there. Well,
1: like we had all discussed earlier the original college football system up to just a couple years ago was the writers uh, would end up voting in who the top two was. And then they changed to the BCS, uh, the bowl championship series. And then it turned into, there's a group of people that go through and select. And I guess it's basically uh, it's in the numbers <laughs>
0: to use that. But, uh, but yeah, I didn't they, know the BCS bowl proceeded or was after whatever they were doing before. I thought it was always the BCS bowl. Well, they,
1: they turned it from the BC, like the, the championships into the actual four, four game or well, the four team system. So each team plays the week before one gets four, two against three. And then the winners of those game play the next week. But to get into that bowl series into the final four, basically, there's a, a group of people that. Sit down, they go over numbers, strength of schedule. Uh, and apparently also when your starting quarterback gets injured, that has a factor to it. Even though when, um, Florida State this year lost their starting quarterback, they still went undefeated for like the next two or three games and mm. didn't even miss a beat. Yeah. So that's how that happens is they vote on it. Um, this year, I, I thought like most of the years it wasn't really any issues as far as who got in. But this year was really horrible because of what I was just saying was Florida State was undefeated. They were ranked number four and they ended up getting bounced out by Alabama who beat number one Georgia and Alabama, I believe, was number eight at the time. And I'm like, so you've got an eight going all the way up to four. Georgia got knocked out. Ohio State got knocked out because they lost to Michigan. Then you had undefeated Texas, undefeated Washington and then undefeated Michigan, and a one-loss Alabama team in there. So this year really messed everything up. Now, next year, they go to the uh, the 12-team playoff instead of the 14 playoff. So that this kind of shit shouldn't happen, but.
0: See, I thought when they changed over to that playoff system that it was like a bracket. Like the top teams would go into the playoff bracket, and then they would play like elimination, like in the NFL. I didn't realize that people were still voting, and you know that they they were choosing what bowl game was the national championship game and all this other shit. I never understood the ranking in college football anyway. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. Like you just said, a team is number eight. They beat Georgia, which I guess was un- what like they were they, Georgia. Team. Georgia was number one at
1: the time, oh, but okay. to to jump up and leapfrog another undefeated team is to
0: me that's just ridiculous and doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean that doesn't make any sense to me either. I mean, it's kind of like in tennis. I think I've seen that in tennis too, where like the fifteenth ranked player beats like the number one or number two in the world. and, Like the next day, they're number four. Like, like how does fuck does that even work? And I don't, I don't get it. And it looks like it's very, very complicated because you're talking strength of schedule. Whether your quarterback is going to fucking play or bang his girlfriend that weekend. I mean, like who knows? Yeah, if she's on her period,
1: I mean, he's not gonna, (laughs) he's not gonna get the. They're not gonna obviously take a jump.
0: That'd be funny as shit. Like. Florida State's quarterback, John Smith, won't be playing tonight because his girl just came off the Menzies, and he's ready to rip her to shreds. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: looks like this defense isn't the only thing that's going to get torn up next week.
0: He's like, fuck, there goes my parlay. There goes my
1: (laughs) 18-game parlay for five cents.
0: Bitch! She just had to fucking get off the rag tonight.
1: (laughs) I dropped five cents in this game, and if I would have won, I won $800,000.
0: In other news, Shaquan Johnson just got his girlfriend pregnant, so he ran back to his home state of Illinois, and he won't be playing tonight. (laughs) Maury Povich
1: is on it as we speak. (laughs) The results have come back in.
0: He is the father. He is the father of 17 children. (laughs) Is his last name Kemp? (laughs) Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. The college has always been fucking goofy. And but I must have thought like with the college playoff system coming up, I thought, oh, at least they're going to be like more of like an NFL style playoff wise, which makes it, it maybe slightly more interesting for me. But then I realized, no, it doesn't work that way. And I was very confused. So and now they're going to 12 teams, you said. So I don't know how the fuck that's going to work. Yeah, well, I think the uh the first two team, the number one, number two ranked team are going
1: to get a bye. Like like the NFL does, it's going to turn into almost basically an NFL playoff system now. Oh, okay. Once so, once they expand it, yeah. And, and like I said, that's supposed to start next year. So what happened this year uh, shouldn't happen again. And I mean, let's be honest: if you're the 13th ranked team and you're like, "I didn't, we didn't make it," well, you you pretty much fucking suck, anyways. So there's no reason
0: you should be, you know, where nothing like they're going to have like 13 undefeated teams. Yeah, I I would think if you go undefeated. Well, I mean, I I guess, I guess they have to factor that in because a team like, uh, you know, our, our lovely Nittany Lions in the Commonwealth, you know, they'll play like fucking, you know, Palmyra High School next week and fucking blow them out 85 to six. You know, they might go undefeated because they're, they're basically playing all the high school kids in, in the state. So, well, Pennsylvania does have a very tough high school scheduled team. So, oh, they do. Okay. I didn't know that. (laughs)
1: That's why Penn State gets ranked so high.
0: <laughs> so their strength of schedule is like out of out of this world compared to everyone else. Yes, uh they play Palmyra, uh, they
1: play Stephen Hawking High. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: Stephen Hawking High, this is so fucked up.
1: And then they play the uh, Michael J Fox Shakers. Oh, my. I thought they played the Reinhold School for the Blind as well. That's actually mid-season. That's the uh, the cup game. Uh, <laughs> the, the in-season tournament. That's the fall classic. Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. That's so fucked up. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, fo- football, definitely. Like, college football. Like, I've watched college football for a long time, and. There's some seasons I'm just not into it as much, but it, it's definitely not like it used to be. And like, I remember back in the days too, that you'd have some of these bowl games or a lot of the games, even during the season, you would see these scores that were consistently like 72 to seven and, you know, 65 to 14 or something. There were blowouts everywhere. And now it seems like everything's been a lot more, uh more balanced. So I don't know if it's the, Change of the game. Um, I mean, you guys have come over already and we've been sitting out back, and I've had the college
0: football games on. And uh, well, I mean, well that's guys- because we're watching your parlay. That's why you're, we're trying to see if you're going to make some money or not. <laughs> like, Big C, you got to, <laughs> is, is Pitt going to cover? I'm like, yeah, I'm, they fucking better. If they better fucking hit this field goal. They're going to fuck me out of my goddamn parlay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the closest I ever got to college football was watching um, Notre Dame with Jakey there years back when I'd go over on Sundays or wait, no, Saturdays when they were on. And, you know, he would watch his favorite um, announcer, Mike Mayock, call the game. So <laughs> and, and we would uh, we would sit there. I mean, I it was a little distracting because all Jake did was talk about how awesome Mike Mayock was. But <laughs> it, it was fun. It was fun. You know, I got to see, uh, you know, Dane Crist and, you know, um, I think was Mantai Teo playing at the time. You know, I I was. Uh, I think I would yell at Mantai Teo and tell him to stop. You know, talking about dead Hawaiian girls and stuff like that.
2: So, I mean, yeah, he was playing then. Charlie Weiss was the head coach.
0: Yes, he was. Oh yeah. shit! Wow, I forgot yeah. about him being a coach. Charlie Weiss, and then and then uh, what's his name? Goofball came around. Uh, who was who was there? Who was Tommy the, Reese? Yeah, Tommy Reese was the quarterback. But who was the guru coach that came in after? Um, Charlie Weiss. So oh,
2: uh, Brian Kelly.
0: That's it, Brian Kelly, and that was the, that was the new era. Throw
2: that football. Throw that
0: football with Brian Kelly. Well, at least it wasn't Chip Kelly. <laughs> that's the deepest giggity that I got into. Um, <laughs> that I got into college football. I mean, you know, you guys probably know a lot more about it than I do. I mean, shit, you guys used to talk about NCAA football for Sony PlayStation or something like that and the crazy shit oh, yeah. on that. So I,
2: I think it was interesting, uh, Big C, how you said that the, the sports writers still vote, but then it goes to this uh, group, this like shadowy cabal. Like it's like the 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 Oscars committee that nobody knows who this is who comes up with the final determinant of the bowl of, of the major bowl games or something like that.
1: Yeah, they they literally because like they will halfway through the seasons, the riders pick who's going to be top number one, all and then all of a sudden once they get it part way through the season, then like, I guess it's the last couple weeks, then it goes to the bowl selection committee
2: yeah (laughs) that's the actual and who's on the who's the bull
1: i I don't know specifically but it's but it's i don't know if it's made up of writers or just people from leagues or whatever but i mean it could be big oil for all we fucking know
0: (laughs) it's the illuminati like why is it why is it like the college football system the oscars the gold probably the golden globe like somehow yeah. the Illuminati or, or the Billberg group is fucking in the background like, good, yes, Florida State is undefeated. Watch us crush their hopes this year and put Nick Saban in the bowl game because he sacrificed 17 sheep.
1: <laughs> so I literally just looked it up and it said it's made up of former coaches, players, sitting athletic directors and former sports reporters. So all white guys. All white people is what you're Well, it does say players. So, I mean, unless you're talking about from like the 1900s. <laughs> Maybe like Steve Van Buren. Steve Van Buren.
0: <laughs> Steve Van Buren.
2: Who the- I hope Don Mikowski's on that committee. Oh, That's nice. Right. That would be all the magic man would be.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I hope Bobby
0: A. Bear is on the council. Oh, Bobby A. Bear.
2: Hey, if Jeff George is still healthy, he wants to come back to the NFL. Really? But. I'm sure he'll be on that committee as well.
0: <laughs> Jeff George could sling that fucking football, I will tell you that. Jeff George had a fucking cannon. Yeah, that's what all the ladies used to
1: say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he didn't have cannons like Selma Hayek, but you know. Oh, those <sighs> things are fucking milkmaids. <laughs> mm. Thanks for the Selma Hayek, uh meme you sent. Me. Yeah, you're welcome.
0: Right, Not I was a like, problem. She is fantastic. Not a problem. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I'm I'm almost dangerously obsessed with her let's just say that <laughs> let's just say that like i i might end up on the cover of star there's definitely a restraining order in the <laughs> yeah, near future there's definitely there's definitely like a monica sellis <laughs> moment happening at some point yeah. <laughs> He's, angel
1: goes you give me a restraining order but i'm about to give you a gag order <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't. I don't know. Well, I, don't, I well Monica Sellis got stabbed, right? So maybe I'll yes. do like a Nancy Kerrigan. I'll just hit her in the back of the knee and then just you know do stuff to her and then leave. stab her with my dick. <laughs> yeah, Nancy Kerrigan, who was like, "Why?"
1: <laughs> yeah, that was pathetic. I'm like, fucking Tyra Harding should have hit her in the face, not the fucking.
0: You know, knee. I saw an interview with uh, Nancy Kerrigan on uh, YouTube. Like, for, I don't know why. I, for whatever reason, I do these weird fucking like rabbit hole fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh video pulls and i for whatever reason i'm like hey i wonder what wonder what tanya harding's up to these days and then they did a they did there was a video on nancy kerrigan where she was talking about what tanya did and she didn't get an uh, apology or whatever and i and i realized at that moment like wow you really are a raving bitch Yeah, that's why they didn't that's why they fucking hit her so yeah she, i think that's why because she was a bitch she didn't want to win it was she's like i just fucking can't stand you yeah yeah That's probably why Tanya Harding is still like, she's like a pop culture phenomenon now, kind of, sort of. She's a very high B list celebrity and, you know, nobody gives (laughs) a fuck about that. Hey, she was on World's Dumbest. uh, (laughs) What the hell is that show? It was on. uh, Cunts. No. It's on true true TV. They do that stupid, uh, world dumbest people or some shit like that. And then uh, that's when I used to watch TV. World's
2: Dumbest People. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) So you are saying Biden's
1: gonna be on there next oh, week? Yeah, I, guess, yeah, I don't know, or like the third time. Yeah. Uh, Joe, Joe <laughs> is the show. Like, he keeps coming back. We tell him he's already been on it.
0: I got hair legs. shit! I guess I kind of understand the college system a little bit better now. To me, it's like they've just upgraded the money grabbing scheme. Because now they're going to go up to, what, you said 12 teams? Yeah, 12 teams, yeah. It's like NCAA basketball. We were joking before, before we started recording saying that they're going up to, like, 64 teams. Or oh Wait, is that legit they're going 64? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they already are. Well, actually, they're 68 teams. Oh, yeah. I, I said 100. But, yeah, they're going to go up to 60. I mean, that's ridiculous. Well, and like you said, dude, pure money
1: grab. That's all it yeah. is. Pure money grab. What have you seen like change from from when you watched it, Jake to now?
2: The thing is I don't watch college football anymore um, well, I
1: meant I meant just from like when you would come over and besides watching my parlay
2: I mean yeah I grew up I grew up watching college football in the you know late 80s, 90s. It was on uh, like I said before I mean Notre Dame was a thing because you know my one grandmother was the big Catholic so if the Notre Dame game was on, you turned it on, everybody was diehard Penn State fans in my family. But I never um, had really a team that I really was my favorite college football team. Mm-hmm. You were just a kind of back in the day, just like an in general type of fan. Yeah, I I, I just like to watch it. I mean, yeah, I would watch Notre Dame games. I would watch Boston College games. I was really, I really liked the West Coast. The Pac-10 was very interesting because it usually had more offensive gurus. So I always loved the offensive teams like growing up, whether it was college football or the NFL, the run and shoot, all of those masterminds like Mouse Davis, Jerry Glanville, these weird guys who just love to throw that damn football high offense, you know, before it was the spread, it was the run and shoot. So you had 10 receivers out there just running all of these crazy uh, routes, that, you know. Look at Houston back in the day when David Klingler was taken by the the Bengals. The, the dude put up like thirty thousand yards a game, but he was sacked like two hundred times a game too. <laughs> no offensive lines. Yeah, just it was like the it was probably like the half step drop
0: that he yeah. had to do in order to not get killed.
2: The run and shoot. You were always in a shotgun. Wayne Fonts was a proponent nice. of that when Barry Sanders was there with the Lions. They ran those crazy offenses. Of course, when Jerry Glanville came to the NFL and he was the man in black there with, with Atlanta and he had Jeff George, he had Bobby Bear. they ran some insane offenses. Andre Risen, of course, was a star during that time because he oh, that's was right. catching these ridiculous bombs. I, I liked college football because I love the experimentation. And like when you were talking about back in the day, you'd have these games that were like 73 to 14 And it would be, you know, South Dakota State had just annihilated Appalachian State for some bizarre reason, because that's when Appalachian State was good and Steve McNair was there. But they, they thought they would pad their schedule and they forgot that, you know, South Dakota State ran this absurdist offense that could put points on the board every second. But their defense was terrible except for that game, which was always one of the weirdest (laughs) things to me.
0: Did you like the aspect of like this school comes in and they just have this crazy system that nobody can figure out that even if every aspect of their team is not that good, if, if borderline terrible, they could put up like a million points? And it yeah, I mean, look, it was so bizarre that you're just like, how are they moving the football?
2: I mean, you played me in Madden enough. How the fuck did I play Madden?
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs>
2: You're the Bill Parcells. I'm the offensive I group. Yeah. yeah,
0: he he would do these crazy ass shits and I'd try to be like run the football, play defense. Yeah, there was really wild Fucking ass Jake chance. was just like deep <laughs> to heap. Deep to heap. Yeah, he was he he was the fucking Al Davis of fucking Madden back in the day.
1: Now that we kind of mentioned it, when we would when we played FIFA, Jake was always very he he'd pick at you and pick at you and pick at
0: you <laughs> and you'd fucking lull he'd lull you to sleep he's very calculated in fifa though i mean like yes like overly very calculated tec- and, well and what well, he's and he's technically <laughs> no he's technically sound he's very technically sound in the game like he he gets the passes and the and all that uh, and, and you know like possession of the ball like you and me big c we're just trying to tackle each other with the yeah we are yeah we're the <laughs> red card game yeah I mean, like, and I tried, and I tried doing that by myself at home. Like, you know, well, I mean, play FIFA, not masturbate, but, um, <laughs> I get better at it when I'm against the AI. But man, when you play Jake, it's like, God damn, he's on a different level. He was very calculated in Madden, but he was, I don't know, he was wilder in Madden. Like he'd be like, I'm going to throw that fucking 90 yard cross and see what happens. Like,
1: yeah. You know? and, yeah it, and it, it, it is, is like, yeah. And it his it is, it is offensive line would hold up. Yeah, dude, he's holding the ball for 25 seconds.
0: (laughs) He's he's been sitting in the pocket for a minute and a half. Why am I not getting it? And I'm scrambling the because I know what he's going to do. So I take the fastest fucking guy I got to run back there and try and block the ball. It's just. (laughs) Yeah. And then he'd throw a screen pass the next play and really piss you off. You're like, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> he always kept,
1: I know he always kept us guessing when we played because we used to play out back
0: too. You know what it is? He's a sadistic gamer. That's what it is. That's what it is. He likes, he, he gets off on us being mad. He's like, yeah, that's right. I'm making you angry.
1: <laughs> well, I know when we play FIFA, he fucking, uh, dude, I, I, he'd, and he would wait for me to make a mistake. I'd over pursue, oh, yeah, or 65,000 takeout slides. <laughs>
0: Watching you two guys was always great because the intensity in you, Big C, while you're playing him, and he's just, like, weighing you (laughs) down. And then you're just, like, you could see it. You could almost be, like, Big C's going to fuck up here. Yep. And you know it's coming. That's the best part. Like, you got to a point where you're just, like, here we fucking go. And then he takes the ball, passes it, passes it, and he scores. You're, like, (laughs) there it is. Yep. And fucking game's over. So, bitch, there
1: goes the controller. And next, you know, he's up by six. I'm, like, fuck.
0: Well, then, by then, then you, then you just tr- start trying to viciously tackle. Well, then it, well, yeah, after it was two nothing, it was vicious take <laughs> hot slides.
2: You would be proud of me. I was playing FIFA uh, the other week. I got the new one because you know they were so they're so desperate to sell it to me. Like Christmas Eve, they're like, "Do you want this for twenty two dollars?" Wow! Like fuck yeah, I'll download this shit for twenty two bucks. But um. I I was, I turned into you two. I was trying to injure opposing players. (laughs) I, I was getting so goddamn tired of the other team just pulling off these horrific tackles and the ref seemingly oblivious. I was like, you know what? I'm up two to one on these fuckers. I'm going, I'm parking the bus, Jose Mourinho style. And now I am slide tackling you cocksuckers. Nice. Till you die. And I'm sitting there and I was getting pissed. And I haven't been that pissed at a video game for a while. And then I stopped and I was like, Holy shit, if Big C and Angel saw me right now, they would be proud because I they even be brought proud. their I even tried to injure their goalkeeper. Nice. The game was that close, they brought their goalkeeper up in the ninety plus minute to see if they wow. could score. This is a proud that moment. I didn't even, I didn't even give a shit about scoring in the open goal. I tried to track a motherfucker down <laughs> and obliterate his ACLs, but I couldn't nice. catch him. Wow. <laughs> that's
0: a proud moment right there for us. So, I, we finally, we finally got Tears. to him. We finally got to him. We did it. We finally had a breakthrough I mean, with Jake.
2: I even substituted one of my f- midfielders in and brought a defender in. Nice. So, you know, you get the higher physicality so you can just start sliding and tearing down people. That's how Jeez. pissed I was. He brought, in his,
0: he brought in his Ramos to just dominate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I wish I could have seen that game, Jake. That, that's like back in the day when I'd put Ty Domi in, in fucking uh, NHL nice. and just fucking rock everybody's world. He was <laughs> slow as shit. But, man, if he got a hold of you, you were fucked.
2: Yeah, you could break glass with him.
0: Fuck yeah, you could throw him in and fucking check in the boards and fucking the glass would shatter. Be like, oops. Uh-huh. Fuck yeah, I put him on the. I put him uh, like center and just fucking rock the shit out of him. I didn't care. <laughs>
2: and you know what's funny? This is how Angel and I are philosophy in sports. I I am for the most part like I was saying. I like experimentation. I like uh, you know, quirky things like the run and shoot. I like when people, uh, like to experiment but it doesn't have to be you know x's and o's and all this you can try to in some ways create art with sports and angel is always bill parcells new york rangers we don't play that fucking shit we are here to shut you the fuck down we are not here to talk philosophy We are not here to talk about pretty colors. We're here to give you black and blue eyes, you bunch of bitches. So let's fucking go.
0: Yeah, time of possession in those games just be crazy. Like, I'd have, like, 48 minutes time of possession. Jake would have five minutes time of possession, but we would end in a tie. Like, how the fuck? Like, we'd each score, like, 63 points. I'd hold on to the ball, have these insane drives, and then Jake would just, like, in 14 seconds, throw a bomb and score a touchdown. Like, fuck!
2: Back in, back in the day when I used to play Madden and uh, Tecmo Bowl with uh, old Lloydy B, he used to actually quit game because he would become so incensed at me at going for it on fourth and like 20. He would pause the game and he would get real serious and look at me. He's like, are you fucking sure you want to do this? I'm like, yeah, dude, I have to go for it. You're winning by 14 points. Somehow, somehow you have learned to play defense. And here you are wanting to go for it on fourth and 20. Let's have an intervention. Talk me through this. Take this off. Fucking pause. I'm going into a shotgun and I'm going to throw this (laughs) as deep and as fast as far as I can.
0: (laughs) Then you would throw it and you get the first down because it felt like the AI in that computer when you're on fourth down, it would give your player like this set like. It wanted you to do that. You know what I mean? Like, did you ever notice that when you go for it on fourth down? You usually hit it a lot. Like the guy makes like this insane jump catch or whatever. It's like,
2: motherfucker. And, And while we're talking on video games, like one of the reasons I really got into NCAA back in the day is that it allowed you to have much, even though it was basically the same engine, I think. It allowed you so much more customization with your offense and defense. Like you could not create these elaborate type of weirdo custom defenses like I could in NCA.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
2: And Madden, you had to stick with the NFL's template. In college, I used to be so in depth in that. Like I remember, I would. Um, we were talking about this a few weeks ago. How I loved the recruiting aspect of that game, mm-hmm. and I would recruit like these these five star athletes, but they they. I forget how you, the, the uh, oh, it was junior college. Like you could get junior college players who, you know, had disciplinary issues. <laughs> and um, the, the, these kids couldn't do anything sometimes, but they had crazy statistics. But, and they didn't really have any positions. They were just like five star and catching and running. So, you know, being Al Davis, I would take these kids and then you could kind of train them, train them into certain positions. But I would just be like, nope. We're going to have a shotgun formation where I put this kid who's five-star athlete, has like 99 speed, and it's going to be a direct height to this kid. And I'm just going to run him, Tecmo Bulls, you know, uh, (laughs) what was that formation, (laughs) spread formation, like right out, like you used to run with Bo Jackson. Oh, Oh, my God.
0: And you couldn't
2: do that shit in it. And I would have these kids that were scoring like, you know, five touchdowns of games because the cornerbacks couldn't handle them. And they'd just be like (laughs) tearing down the field.
0: So what you're saying is you were picking up all these uh, inner city kids with criminal records who were five-star athletes in the game. Yeah.
2: Well, I was, I I said, I, um, that's, that's how in depth that game was. At one time I went to, uh, it was Idaho state, the Vandals. And wow. Yeah. So I was at this point in that I had like, I was like the bad boy coach for some reason. Like I was just going to terrible schools and trying to rebuild them. That's awesome. So at, at at Idaho State, and another reason why I went to the Vandals is they had their uh their actual stadium in there. I forget the name of that weird dome, really interesting looking stadium. So I actually got fired from. Uh, I I was put on probation and then fired. That's how realistic that game was because I was taking in too many. Uh, five-star athletes who had disciplinary and academic (laughs) issues like i was running one of the most corrupt college football programs in the country at that time and i had these motherfuckers like ranked and i i think i got into uh, like the fiesta bowl or something with these motherfuckers and i was just tearing up like alabama because i they couldn't stop me but then i got fired because of uh you know, yes. academic issues and all sorts of stuff.
0: He was the fucking Miami of the Northwest.
2: Yeah, I he was wasn't getting
0: waspy enough players for the club. So he had yeah, yeah, have...
2: I, I was Dennis Erickson back in the Miami Hurricane days. Like my guys were, were, were you know, fucking the cheerleaders and doing coke in the locker yeah. rooms. I didn't care as long as I could fucking win. That's all that mattered to Just me. Just win, baby. <laughs> Just <laughs> win, baby. There we go, Al Davis again. Uh, shit.
1: Yeah, well, I I told you guys, like, I just got that NCAA 11 college football because of the recruiting and all that shit. And, dude, I play that more than the Madden that I just bought that's brand new because I'm just like, I like the recruiting. Because you can, beginning of the recruiting season, you can actually create a couple recruits. So I thought, well, fuck, I'll create myself. So I created me as this running back that was fucking just unbelievable. And I'm the only asshole that can lose myself to fucking Oklahoma. (laughs) fucking Oklahoma out recruited me for me that's hilarious and i'm like what the fuck i played two games earlier and then it's like oh i wonder who's leading the college football in rushing it's me (laughs) (laughs) anyway after two games i have like 300 and some yards rushing and i'm like holy shit i'm averaging over 150 yards a game that's why Oklahoma wanted you, Big C. I mean, what do you want? I guess. Well, you know what happened when I created myself in FIFA. Yeah,
2: I was just going to say, you did that for uh, for your Leicester career. And like Real Madrid wanted to give you like $200 million for yourself. And you're <laughs> like, yeah, no, I don't think so. Well, the
1: last time I played that, I demanded to be traded.
2: Oh, really? Transfer list. So I'm like, I'm
1: not transferring you, you dick. You're going to play out your three years yet.
0: That's really <laughs> funny. I haven't played any of those games in so long. FIFA is the, the most recent NCAA and Madden. Whew, I, I mean, I, th- they'd be Greek to me now. I probably wouldn't be able to play them, honestly, a- especially with my old school fucking dead in the water, fucking park the, park the football mentality that I have. My Bill Parcells, <laughs> park the football. If you had to have a Jose Mourinho of the NFL, I guess it would be Bill Parcells. I mean, he won a Super Bowl that way. That's for sure. Keep the Bills off the field. Maybe you can bring Glenn Foley back. Nice. And That
1: was Jake's boy, if I remember correctly.
2: Glenn Foley back in those uh, BC college days. Yeah, those, uh, that's when uh, uh, Coughlin was the coach there. Was it? Oh wow. Yeah, Tom Coughlin was coaching BC. Oh, back yeah, in he the was. Day. Yeah, he was. He was pretty good up there too. Yeah, I mean he 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 recruited really well. They have they're kind of like Notre Dame. They have very high academic standards. So you're not getting, you know, the are yeah, not the
0: five star not, inner city athletes, is
2: what you're right. Saying. You're not bringing in what you know, Alabama or LSU or anybody else is the big programs that's that's frowned upon. I mean, those Boston College teams that he had were really good. And then even when you know, I don't think he coached. Did he coach uh, Maddie Ice? I don't think he was there for Maddie Ice. No,
0: I, I think Maddie Ice was way after he had. Left. Yeah,
2: yeah, he had gone into the NFL by then.
1: Well, and I and I just remember uh, like this year with my with my daughter being from uh, graduating Penn State, you know, like two years ago, she's definitely into Penn State football. We'll watch the games, and I told her, I said, oh, I said we're going to definitely lose against Michigan, I because we don't have enough fat guys up front in the defensive line. Uh So Michigan, Michigan just beats the shit out of us every year. It's the same thing, and and same thing with Ohio State. If they want to run the ball, once they start running the ball, we can't stop them because we're not big enough against. They're offensive lines. And then I was like, we need to either recruit some fucking defensive linemen and get wide receivers that can actually separate from these high, these five star caliber cornerbacks, or we need to get some people from the transfer portal. And I'm like, but until that happens, we're, n- we're not, Penn State's never going to be able to compete for a national championship because you're going to lose to Michigan and Iowa State every year. I'm like, how are you going to win if you don't have fat guys to stop letting <laughs> Michigan? Th- they actually had a defensive tackle in the game during Michigan who weighs 253 pounds. And I'm like, so you got a defensive tackle that I weigh more than. And Michigan's got offensive linemen that weigh like 310, 320.
2: So, so it's the old Mike Mamula philosophy. Nice. Oh, He's oh, got to wow. be short, short and fast so he can break off the line and get up there. But that was defensive ends. Now you're talking interior linemen are are that uh, insubstantial. Basically, well, they want them to
0: be athletic freaks that can just run yes. around the corner and yeah. get the get the quarterback. And to watch this guy
1: during games, like I've seen him break out, and you know he's he'll get through once in a while. But
0: when it comes to running the ball, they're just they just manhandle this guy. You mentioned the transfer pool. I forgot. I totally forgot about the transfer pool because that was the other question I had because people were bitching about it on Twitter. Went with the bowl games, I guess the transfer pool affected these bowl games. I don't know if because guys didn't play or they tra- I like, I don't, I don't get it. Well, like you can just instantly transfer like from week to week to a different school or what? No, it, it's,
1: it opens up.
0: I, I think right after the
1: end of this end of the regular season is when the transfer portal opens up and you can transfer to basically, you could try to transfer to any school that's interested. Penn State literally just got a guy who a wide receiver who they tried to recruit as freshman and said no, and now he's coming to them from Ohio State. So, but then you have a guy like um I can't say his last, uh, last name, Ola or something like that. He was the backup quarterback to um oh who's the kid in Jacksonville now? I can't think of his name. Blonde haired kid.
2: Mark Brunel. Eh, a little bit later than that. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Brunel actually went to Washington. Uh, Trevor
1: Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. So Trevor Lawrence was at, was at Clemson. He was his backup. So then he transferred to, I think it was Oregon State and was there for a year or two. And now he's transferring to Florida State. So he's going to be like a fifth or a sixth year senior. So this is his last year of eligibility, I think it is. But it's just the fact that you can go wherever you want to go, but it, it does kind of help out as far as like you know, if you are a junior college player, maybe you weren't really recruited because your grades weren't real good. You were a hell of an athlete, but you are like, oh, academically, they're not going to take me. And so, you can go to junior college. You know, you can major in home ec and blow jobs, and you can probably get recruited to fucking Alabama then and get a scholarship.
0: Wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know you can major in head. That's pretty awesome. Well, if it's a. <laughs> You can put your mouth around it. You can put your put your mind on it too. <laughs> oh wow, nice. Both of you guys mentioned Penn State. So Jake, I didn't actually. I didn't know idea that all of your family were Penn State fans. Were they meathead Penn State fans? Because I know the other day I, I said something disparaging about Penn State. Said sorry, Big C, if you're a big fan. Big C's like, I'm not a big fan. My daughter just went to Penn State, so I just happened to root for Penn State. But there's so many meathead fucking people out there that fucking. Well, um, you're you're warship. being much more,
2: yeah. You're being much more generous than I was. The, the term you're using is meathead. I call them cult members. Yeah, I mean it's bad. Yeah, I and and my family was
0: like they were the whiteout type
2: of people like that
0: with with the towels and
2: the shirts and or whatever. I do have family members that have gone to Penn State games for their whiteout, uh, games. Yeah, every time I'm around people that are like
0: that, that are just like insanely Penn State like. I don't know if it like if it's fandom or like you said if it's just like we're gonna go sacrifice the lamb before the game. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it is a very cultist feeling that you get. It's just like we love Penn State. We are Penn State. No matter what, Penn State. <laughs> like, it's so robotic. Like, it, it, I don't. You know? It, uh, well, I went there. I was an alumni there. Okay, right. So a couple guys blew up in your mouth like one night when you got too drunk. Like now you gotta worship the team. Like I don't get it.
2: And the the thing of it is, it's not even in my family. You know, uh, maybe there's one or two people that have graduated from Penn State, but you know, the the people who were really in the cult didn't even graduate from Penn State. That's the thing here is that there's people who are just diehard Penn State football fans who graduated somewhere completely differently, and then you have the people who graduated from Penn State who are diehards and cult members in both the uh sport and uh educational point of it like i just remember people saying penn state is not a state school and i'm thinking it gets something like 89 to 92 percent of its state funding from the commonwealth that's a state school so it's weird like these people will like they want to have like this dick swinging contest like Oh, you graduated from a private college, so you think you're better than me. No, I don't. I I, I just think you Penn State graduates are all cult members. Sorry. We call them alumni, Jake. Yeah, alumni. alumni. <laughs> yeah, alumni. Penn State alumni. alumni. What, whatever. I'm so old now. I'm so, like, you don't really... I'm, I'm, there's probably people in their forties and fifties and sixties and seventies and eighties and nineties who are still like, yeah, I graduated from Penn State and I'm it's so goody forever <laughs> Oh, I shit my pants. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I don't, I don't get how your identity is that connected to. I guess if you lived in a more affluent place, there's people who still walk around, go, I graduated from the class of 72 of Harvard. You know, to me, there's a little of that with Penn staters. Like it's, it's just weird. It's yeah.
0: weird. Yeah, you're right. It, it is. It, it, they almost, and they almost had like that Ivy league fucking, um, you're like, Oh, we went to Penn state all the way out in state college. Like <laughs> not only did I get a premier education, but I also follow one of the greatest teams in the land. Like, <laughs> Like, they're not, I, I just, I don't understand it. I really don't. I mean, it, it, it's like this insane snobbiness, like this fucking, we're so much better because we're part of the, part of the Penn State, like, cult. Like, yeah. we, we have the gear, we go to the whiteout games, we have season tickets, our son's going there, you know, you know our daughter's going to fuck every black guy on campus, you know what I mean? That's a lot of black guys. That is a lot of black guys, but it's like. I, I, just, it's nauseating. It really is. It's, it's sometimes just like, ugh. Especially when they do that. We are like, fuck off. Like, it's like, <laughs> assholes. Like, I just want to end it with assholes. Like, <laughs> like you're behind a Subaru car, a Subaru <laughs> driver. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that's why what I said, what I said, like, I mean, you seem at the time when we were watching the parlay and all that, you seem pretty passionate about Penn State, Big C. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to be like, yeah, you're a dipshit for liking Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> But I understand, you know, I, I get it. You know, you followed them when you were a kid. you liked the one player on there. Your daughter went there. She graduated, you know, so there's a little bit of a tie there. I get it. Nah. But you're not you're not going to the whiteout games and fucking, you know, yelling. We are every five seconds. You know? No, <laughs> I, you know, and that's the
1: that's the crazy thing is I would love to go to a Penn State game just because of all the stuff that Byron. I think, Jake, didn't you go with Byron?
2: No, I he I was invited numerous times to, the, to that crew that would go to that. That was too much for me.
1: Yeah, I, didn't, they, I don't even think they would go in the games. I think they just went to tailgate.
2: They did go tailgate, and they would get so fucked up and hammered that they could barely make it into the game if they ever made it into the game. Oh, my yeah.
0: God. I almost was going to say, well, there you go. Even Byron, a guy who didn't even live in this state, used to go to Penn State games. But now I get it. If he just went up there because of the partying and getting drunk and, you know, whatever. And he, and he tried didn't to actually bang go to bitches.
1: the games. He tried to bang white bitches. Either
0: way, it's just, you know, he just went up there for the party atmosphere. I, I get it. But case in point, like, they're, they're a party school. They had all that other bullshit going on with the Joe Paw, like, whatever his name was, fucking raping kids in the bathroom. <laughs> like Sandusky. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jerry Sandusky. Uh, all, that, all that shit. And yet these people are still like, we
1: are! We are! We are!
0: <laughs> i it just i can't stand it and every time i see a nittany lion fucking sticker on somebody's car i be like yep exactly we know ex- we know exactly we are who you thought we you are <laughs> <laughs> and we let him off the hook is that dennis green is that who it was yes, it was it was he was it's one of his most famous rants god rest his soul he's dead now
2: Four picks against Grossman and two fumbles. What do you see about the Bears uh, We shut them down that way? No, we, you know,
0: I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the Bears are what we thought they were. We, we, they're what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason
1: like as bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them on the hook.
0: Matt Langer. probably about five minutes away. It's a disappointed coach.